Hi, I'm Annie Miller. I'm a certified personal trainer and transformational macro coach. This is a podcast for those who are interested in improving their health and fitness. And what I've learned along the way is that sometimes that means you'll have to rethink what you thought you knew. This is the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to go a little bit deeper into the A portion of the MAP framework and talk about awareness. Awareness is huge. So I'm going to totally make up a statistic, but I'm going to say awareness is something like 85% of the battle with your health and fitness. Okay, I totally made that up, but my point is it really is a huge component. We have to be aware not just of what we're eating, but like if you think of it kind of like finances, you have to be aware of your money, right? If you're not aware of how much money is coming in or going out every single month, if you're not paying your bills, saving and investing, if you're not aware of those things and making intentional choices, you're probably going to end up nowhere with your finances really fast, right? So let's talk about some areas that you can start creating awareness. So first of all, awareness about where you currently are in your health and fitness journey. This can be a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Sometimes we might think like, I know I need to make some changes or whatever, but we haven't really taken inventory of where we are now in relation to where we want to be. So where are you today? You don't need to feel bad about it or to judge yourself. This is just your starting place. It can kind of help you get rid of some of that overwhelm of knowing where to start by creating some awareness. Even if you feel like you have a long way to go, getting present to it and being aware of where you are today can kind of help you be able to reverse engineer that process a little bit so you know exactly how much you want to lose or how much you want to increase your workouts or how fast you want to run a half marathon or whatever it is that you're working towards. You can chunk those goals down and chase one pound at a time or one mile at a time. Breaking it down by creating awareness can help you have a way to measure where you are and the process that you're going to choose to get you there. So next let's talk about awareness when it comes to what you're eating. What kinds of foods are you eating? How much are you eating? How often are you eating? What are the thoughts you have about food? There's a lot there. So a great place to start with this about to create awareness is just by downloading a food tracker. This step right here tends to create a lot of objections before I even say anything else. I wanna address a couple of the most common objections that I hear. Number one is, well, I don't know how to track food if I make everything from scratch. And so I'm just gonna say, yep, I'm gonna acknowledge that is going to take you longer to do. If you are someone who makes most of your meals from scratch, it's going to take you longer. It is not impossible. But a few ways you can simplify that is maybe by not tracking any of the vegetables that you put into it. Like let's say you're making soup and it's made from scratch and it's full of vegetables. Well, the vegetables aren't really that calorically dense in the soup anyway, the cream, oil, the flour, butter, whatever the base is of your soup, that's probably going to be a really good place to start and then add in the next calorically dense foods from there. The cool thing about most food tracking apps is they have the ability to save recipes. So you're only going to have to enter it once. And so yeah, initially that first time, it might be a little more time consuming and you can decide how you wanna break that down. But once that recipe's in there, it's there. And maybe you can just decide like, hey, this recipe is the only meal I'm gonna track today so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. And another tip is you could also just find something similar. Is there something already programmed into the app that looks similar to 
let's say homemade chicken noodle soup or whatever it is. And obviously that's not going to be 100% accurate, but we're not really going for 100% accuracy. We're really just starting to create awareness. How many calories are you consuming every day? What type of calories are you consuming? How much protein are you consuming? And this same tip applies to eating out. That's another common objection I'll get is people will say, well, I don't know how to track food from a restaurant or food that someone else made. Well, how could you track it? Could you find something similar? Could you look up the nutritional information online or on the menu? And I also want to say that tracking is a tool. You don't have to track forever, but it really is a good place to help you to start seeing what a serving size looks like, what 20 grams of protein looks like, what foods contain fiber. If you're in a cut phase or a deficit, tracking is going to be a really important way for you to stay in that calorie and macro range so that you can get the results you want. It's not the only way to get there, but it's a great way to create accountability to yourself or a coach if you're working with a coach. It can also be a really helpful way for you to start creating awareness about the quality of the foods that you're eating. Your calories are going to get you a lot further if you're choosing plants, protein, and whole foods. One of the cool and interesting things that I've found as I've been learning and studying about macros and nutrition in general is how much the micronutrients, the vitamins and minerals that our bodies need, come from our carbs, fats, and proteins as well. So not only are those the main sources of calories in our body, but when you're paying attention to macros, you have likely increased the quality and the quantity of the micronutrients that your body needs as well. I'd like to go into more depth on micronutrients in a later episode, but I just want to say for now that it's been interesting to me that learn to learn that pairing protein with a plant is a really great way for you to be able to increase the absorption of the micronutrients in your body. So for example, red meats have iron and zinc, selenium, potassium, lots of different B vitamins, and those vitamins and minerals serve different purposes in our bodies and different purposes in the processes in our bodies, but pairing them with plants helps the absorption rate of the vitamins and minerals in those meats and the plants that we eat. And also when you're pairing those meats with plants that have good sources of fiber, it's going to help your body get rid of any extra hormones or extra micronutrients that your body doesn't need. So it's about finding balance and balance for each of us is going to look different. And I also think it's really important to say here that a part of that balance is including foods that you love. If you love a brownie, how can you fit a brownie into your day? Asking yourself, how could I, or what could this look like? It's about making a choice rather than having that restrictive mindset of I can't eat this or that or oh I shouldn't be eating this. And so this goes back to that guilt and shame spiral that we've talked about with food and having awareness about the thoughts that come up when you think about certain foods. Are you judging yourself or someone else for their food choices? I think when we start to bring a new level of consciousness to our food choices, it's really important that we're not weaponizing that awareness, either against yourself or against other people. You're not somehow more morally superior to someone else because you're eating paleo or a Whole30 diet, being aware of your thoughts and maybe judgments that come up in relation to food. Awareness comes into play when we're talking about how you feel before a meal, after a meal, during a meal. Can you be present and taste the food that you're eating? Can you slow down your pace and really chew your food and enjoy it? It takes about 20 minutes for our satiety hormones to kick in and let us know that we've had enough to eat. So are you waiting so long to eat that you just inhale your food without really thinking? Or can you pause and really listen to signals from your body? 
Do you notice that a particular food is always really upsetting to your stomach? Do you notice that you feel really great after a workout if you eat certain foods? This is one of the reasons that I don't love meal plans. Yes, they're super helpful to get ideas of what to eat, but the even better thing is learning for yourself what foods you like, how certain foods settle in your body, how your energy or sleep or your bowels are affected by different foods. And you just can't really get that from a meal plan that someone else gave to you. So awareness can mean slowing down, chewing your food, knowing when you're hungry and when you're thirsty. When you're eating, are you eating because you're bored or sad or to mask some other feeling? Awareness is a huge part of stopping some of those behaviors. So how can you create awareness while you're eating? Well, I think a really helpful thing is using that one to 10 scale. Like how hungry am I on a scale of one to 10? And what kinds of choices do I make when I'm higher up there on the scale? I know I don't have to tell you. It's going to be a lot easier to make conscious food choices if you're not waiting until you're really high up there on the hunger scale. You can also put down your fork between bites. Chew and taste your food. Notice the flavors and textures. And the more you chew your food, the easier it's going to be for your body to break it down and digest it. So there's other benefits with that as well. Notice your thoughts. Your thoughts about foods in general. Your thoughts about yourself when you're eating. So just a quick little recap for you. Knowing where you are currently in your fitness journey so that you can create a clear plan of how to get to your end goal. What, what action steps do I need to take today to get me one pound closer to my goal? Creating awareness can help you move to a place where you're proactive instead of reactive. It's a skill and it's going to take time to learn going to take time to implement it and to practice it. I think a really great starting place for most people is to begin tracking your food. Use any app that you like. I like macros first, but if you want to write it down in a notebook or on a physical food log of some sort, I think that's great too. Pay attention to the quality of food that you're eating. What foods are you more naturally drawn to? Taste your food, chew it slowly, eat foods that you love. Don't eat something you don't like just because someone told you it's healthy listen to your body. What foods help you feel better energy-wise and overall? What are the thoughts you have about food, about yourself? What thoughts come up before or after you eat? Are you constantly saying something like, I ate too much after a meal? Notice that, okay, maybe that means I need to chew a little slower. Maybe it means I need to drink more water or put my fork down between bites. Create awareness with your thoughts by noticing when those thoughts come up and be curious and ask yourself questions when stuff comes up. Whoa, I just ate a whole bag of chips. Where was my mind when that happened? Was I reliving a frustrating moment from yesterday? Okay, I wonder how I could handle that differently in the future. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself time to pause and reflect. Give yourself time to adjust. Be aware of where you are, where you want to go, those food qualities and quantities that you're eating and your thoughts. Have a great day and I will chat with you later.